0: Hi, I'm Allie. And I'm Jacob. And welcome to Rookie Rundown, the sports podcast for the casual fan.
1: This week, we've got some uh, low lows and a high high in baseball. Uh, We know the U.S. women's soccer team's uh, path for World Cup qualification. The NBA playoffs are raging on, and the NFL draft is finally this upcoming Thursday.
0: Oh, and Jacob, it's our 20th episode.
1: It is our 20th episode. It's, uh... I guess, technically, if we had kept pace, that would have been, what, 10 weeks? Uh-huh. But it's more like three months well, or so?
0: I would say 11 weeks, right? We only missed weeks.
1: one. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so...
0: And we had some mini-episodes in there.
1: Yeah. Thanks for listening along with us, people. We're uh, we're glad you're here. Yeah. We'll start off this episode with uh, baseball, and we're going to start off by what I'm calling the sportsmanship category. um. That's kind of misleading because that implies that we saw good signs of sportsmanship this week. Uh, we did not. I'm going to start off with fans. So, in a game between the New York Yankees and the Cleveland Guardians, fans in the Yankees' right field bleachers were throwing stuff at players on the field.
0: Like, describe stuff.
1: Uh, soda cups, beer cans... Like, food containers, water bottles, trash in general, onto the Cleveland Guardians right fielder while they were playing.
0: That... Uh, I just don't get why people do that. I mean,
1: it's, it's like, insanely classless. <laughs> One of the Cleveland uh, players afterwards is quoted as saying, I think it's like, they're just showing why they're considered the worst classless organization, or worst classless fans on the planet.
0: Huh. Are they?
1: Well... I don't know if I would describe them that way because there's a ton of classless sports fans, but doing stuff like that really uh, makes your case.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, like, that seems like it would be a pretty competitive list.
1: Yeah, I mean, trying to think what are other sports fan bases that are terrible. I mean, Yankees fans are also Lakers fans, Duke fans, Cowboys fans. Really, I think it's just that fan base, you know, since they're, you know, bandwagon fans.
0: Wait, why would the Yankees players also be fans of?
1: Oh, no, the Yankees fans are also fans of, you know, other front-running teams. Huh. That's just a stereotype, right? Yankees fans are just front-runners.
0: Never heard it. I don't even know what that means. Front-runners?
1: Like, people who are only fans of teams who are doing good. Oh, bandwagon bandwagon Mm -hmm. fans. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I've never heard the front-runner thing. That must be, like, an East Coast thing.
1: Yeah, it must be. Speaking of, uh, well, I guess this is Texas, so not East Coast at all, but... There was a video that went viral of a Texas Juco pitcher tackling another player who had just hit a home run off of him. So the guy who hit a home run is you know, he's running the bases and he rounds third base to go towards home plate. And the pitcher runs from the mound and tackles this dude, form tackle, knocks him to the ground, like wraps him up, takes him to the ground. I mean, it's, it was bizarre.
0: Now, why why would someone do that?
1: I haven't seen any like interviews with the pitcher who tackled him. I I think it was just like he didn't like that the guy hit a home run off of him, so he got mad. And I just it's beyond me. Well,
0: I don't know if he's gonna make it out of a JUCO. Then that would be a junior college.
1: Yeah, I haven't gotten verification on this other than what I've seen on Twitter. But I saw some rumors that he was kicked off his team. I know he was suspended four games, but I mean it's just insane to me that somebody would do that.
0: Yeah, also if you're old enough to be at a junior college, you should be old enough to know better than that.
1: If you're old enough to play little league, you should know better than that.
0: People are crazy.
1: They really are. Um speaking of like little league stuff, there was also a female umpire who got followed to the parking lot and punched in the face.
0: Yeah, Jacob, remember I'm the one that actually told you about this. Yeah. So it's crazy. So it was a softball coach. Um there was a woman who actually manages other umpires and referees in the state of Mississippi and she stepped in for someone who was sick to be the an umpire for a game um and there was she called someone out and the parent thought they shouldn't be out and was like yelling and cussing her out she asked her to leave the mom refused so she said either you leave or your team forfeits and the lady finally left but said I won't forget this I'll see be seeing you later And the mom, like the umpire didn't really think much of it um, because they're used to getting yelled at. Which is just
1: another red flag about how poorly people treat youth umpires at youth sports.
0: Yeah. And then when she went out to the parking lot, the mom, before she even took three steps out of the field, came out of nowhere and punched her in the eye. The mom did, uh, they did press charges.
1: I hope so. I mean... There's all sorts of reports about, like, umpire shortages for youth sports, especially baseball and softball. And, I mean, as a result of this, I mean, who wants to go out there for, you know, what, 40 to $80 to get yelled at by parents?
0: Yeah, it's closer to 40 Yeah. Yeah, 40. I actually just read in the same story they were talking about, for example, the state of Michigan before the pandemic had about 12,000 referees for youth games. And now they have, like, 8,000 and something.
1: Wow. Yeah, I mean and it's not really surprising, but it's still shocking.
0: I mean it's just like you're repre- like you're showing your kids what adults are supposed to act like and how you're supposed to act when you lose, and you're just you just don't have good sportsmanship.
1: Yeah, it's setting a terrible example. Yeah, yeah, it's not at all acceptable. Speaking of things that are also setting a poor example, the Washington Nationals were playing the San Francisco Giants in a baseball game this past week, and the San Francisco Giants were up seven to one, and in the ninth inning one of their players went home and scored. Like, he could have stayed at third base, but instead he ran home and scored, and the Nationals got really mad and, like, kind of got in a stare-down type of thing where they were just real up close and kind of bumping, but nobody was throwing any punches or anything because they were mad he scored.
0: That's the whole point of the game.
1: Yeah, the whole point of the game is to score. I mean, it's just, like, bizarre.
0: I mean, I get that. It's kind of like when you're supposed to do the mercy rule. Um... It's kind of like reminds me of that where you're like, shouldn't the mer- like some have you ever been to a game, and you're like, this isn't quite the mercy rule, but it really should count because this is embarrassing. Yeah, uh-huh. like that's what it's like. But when you're a pro player, like you know the rules. There's no mercy rule.
1: I agree. I mean, if there was, the Pirates wouldn't have lost twenty-one to zero this past week.
0: Yeah, I saw Worst that. loss in
1: franchise history, and they're the second oldest baseball franchise.
0: Yeah, that's is it the worst record ever though?
1: I don't think it's the worst loss ever, but just the worst loss in team history.
0: Yeah, so Nationals fans, suck it up.
1: Well, Nationals players...
0: Nationals players, suck it up. It goes like that. It could be worse. You could be the Pirates.
1: I know. Speaking of people who you wish you could be, uh, um, Miguel Cabrera, who's a player on the Detroit Tigers, got his 3,000th hit this past weekend. Uh, He... Hit a single and then eventually scored after being deprived the chance to hit his three thousandth hit with an intentional walk the game before, which we talked about in our last episode. Yeah, um, and he is actually just the seventh player in Major League history with three thousand hits and five hundred home runs. That's so it's only a super seven? elite least. Yeah. Uh huh.
0: So who are the other players?
1: Uh, there's Hank Aaron, who was the all-time home run king for a very long time. Uh, Willie Mays, Eddie Murray. Rafael Palmero, Albert Pujols, and Alex Rodriguez. Can
0: you say Eddie Murphy? I'm just Eddie. kidding.
1: I'm just kidding. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> but I did hear you say Pujols, though. So. I
1: did, yeah, and he's still active. He's the only other active player on that list. Yeah,
0: doesn't he play for the Cardinals?
1: Yeah, he does, Yep.
0: Yeah. yeah, shout out to my brother-in-law, Kevin. He's a Cardinals fan, and his birthday was, like, three days ago. Yeah, it was. Well, speaking of what I hope will be good sportsmanship... Uh, The United States Women's National Team for Soccer um, found out this week that they will be playing Mexico, Jamaica, and Haiti in Group A for the— Now, Jacob, what do those letters stand for
1: again? CONCACAF. It's like the Confederation for Central American and North American Football.
0: Yeah, I I can't remember exactly what the letters— Stand for, but essentially the Women's Soccer Championship for North America. That's the three teams they're going to play this summer. Um, they're in Group A, and that will decide who qualifies to the 2023 Women's Cup, and that will decide who plays at the 2024 Olympics.
1: Okay, so I just looked up what CONCACAF is short for. So it stands for the Confederation of North, Central America, and Caribbean Association Football.
0: Huh. Yeah, it's a lot of letters.
1: It really is. It's not. It does not uh, flow off the tongue.
0: No, it really doesn't. Concacaf.
1: Concacaf. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm not gonna remember what the letters stand for though. But anyway, so the United States will be playing Mexico, Jamaica, and Haiti once again, trying to qualify for the World Cup, the Women's World Cup, and then the Olympics in 2024. Um, so these games for Group A will be taking place July 4th through the 18th in Monterrey, Mexico, and the United States needs to be in the top
1: two. I really don't think that should be hard for them. They're, like, top two in the world.
0: Yeah, they're. I think they're ranked number one right now, last I checked.
1: That wouldn't surprise me.
0: And they do have two friendly games coming up against the country of Columbia. So June 25th, they'll play Columbia in Commerce City, Colorado. And June 28th, they'll play Columbia in Sandy, Utah.
1: Yeah, the way that they're they do friendlies, I feel like they just kind of bring in a team and they'll pay that other team to just kind of get absolutely slaughtered.
0: Yeah, that actually happened last week with Uzbekistan.
1: Oh my gosh, they played Uzbekistan? Yeah,
0: they did. And Uzbekistan is 48th, I believe, in the league.
1: In the world, yeah. Or in
0: the world, yeah. And uh, let me just say the score was 9-0. to zero.
1: That's embarrassing.
0: It was. It absolutely was. Now, there's still a lot that is going to happen between those June games and now. Um, for one, they have to decide what players they're going to include. There is a lot of new players, and they got to figure out if the old players are going to be coming back.
1: It should be interesting to see who they select. I mean, there's a ton of talent in the U.S. women's soccer pipeline. So
0: yeah, lots of options out there, but we're gunning for them.
1: Yes, we are. Speaking of things that people are gunning after, the uh, NBA playoffs are going crazy. Uh, I mean, basketball play the basketball playoffs are such a fun environment because. Regular season NBA basketball is not as intense because, you know, if a team's losing, you know, it's an 82-game season. They're not as concerned about it, but, you know, every bucket counts and people are playing way harder. Um, and where we are right now is the day of the recording, which is Sunday. Um, so there are a couple games that will happen after we record or that will go final after we record, rather. Um, but right now, the Denver Nuggets avoided a sweep by winning game four today against the Golden State Warriors. Um, and the Milwaukee Bulls went up three games to one on the Chicago Bulls. Oh, did I say that twice? I meant the Milwaukee Bucks mm-hmm. are up three games to one on the Chicago mm-hmm. Bulls. And non related to the gameplay, but more the arena environment. Did you see the viral video of the Minnesota Timberwolves Arena security guard?
0: No, what happened?
1: So, well, I'll preface this by saying, during the play-in game for the Minnesota Timberwolves, they had a fan rush the court and try to glue herself to the floor. Did she say why? I did not hear what her cause was. I just know that she was unsuccessful. She probably used, like, a glue stick. <laughs> I mean, I really have no idea no, what No, surely probably not. Probably, like, Omers.
0: No, I feel like if you're going to do that, you're
1: going to go big. Do Gorilla Glue. Either way, they had a fan protest at that game, so for the games at home in the playoff series that they're playing against the uh, Memphis Grizzlies, the security's been on high alert. And uh, There's a video of the security guard who's sitting behind the Timberwolves bench watching this lady who's sitting in the second row, and her friend gets out on her phone to start recording, and like... I think the security guard's spidey senses went up because he's, like, ready to go. And this lady tries to push through the front row and get onto the floor. And this security guard just pounces, just goes out and tackles her to the court. And this is while the players are playing. Oh, my god! So, like, the players don't even notice this lady getting tackled on the court. And so the referees had to whistle it dead. Yeah, it was it was really wild.
0: Wait, so I'm so confused. What is she protesting?
1: I don't know. I didn't see what she was trying to protest either. She wasn't successful. She didn't even make it onto like, the floor. Did she just
0: have a crush on a player?
1: I I have no idea.
0: Like, Is it even right to call it a protest?
1: How about an attempted fan court storming?
0: Yeah, that's not great. More it's angry. not smooth, but sure. What else is going on in basketball?
1: Well, I think that the biggest story in in the playoffs right now is the back and forth between... Uh, Nets guard Ben Simmons and his team, the Brooklyn Nets. So, this this guy was on the Philadelphia 76ers and he was traded to the Nets at the trade deadline for it was like a pretty much a one to one trade for uh, uh, Nets star, well, former Nets star James Harden. And James Harden is playing for the 76ers, but Ben Simmons is still sitting out uh, with the Nets. And he was supposed to play game four, which would be his debut with the Nets, but he woke up on Sunday with back soreness. Uh, um
0: and they're out of the, the playoffs now, right?
1: Well, no, they're down three games to none. So if they lose game four, then they're out.
0: So he's going to get paid for the whole summer?
1: For the season, yeah. He filed a grievance that he should still be receiving $20 million in base pay, so he finessed the 76ers and the Nets to actually paying him to not play a single game of basketball this whole year. Um, and it's ridiculous because... Wait, of he the...
0: didn't play earlier before he was traded?
1: Uh-uh, no. And he, he was sitting out with the 76ers because he said he wanted to be traded, so he was sitting out for mental health reasons, is what he said. It was a lie. He just wanted to be traded. He didn't want to be on the 76ers anymore. And then he got to the Nets, who he wanted to be traded to, and he's not playing.
0: Wait, so I'm just confused. Like, is he even going to be good when he starts playing again?
1: I mean, I, I don't know. He has a lot of things to fix. He is notoriously bad at shooting the basketball.
0: But, like, isn't that the point?
1: Yeah, he's just really good at, like, getting in and making layups and passing and defense. He just can't shoot three-pointers. Yeah, so Me anyways. either.
0: So I guess I should go pro now too since it's not a requirement.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see the next time that the NBA and the NBA players union have to negotiate their contract because I think that because of Ben Simmons, the league is gonna tell the players like you have to pay or you have to play in order to be paid. Yeah. And it's it's his fault. Like players might have legitimate issues that are preventing them from playing and because this dude's selfish They're not going to be able to get paid. I also
0: just, like, don't understand why.
1: I mean, he says it's due to mental health reasons, um, but it was well known he just wanted to be traded. So, like, I don't understand it. I really, I just don't get it.
0: Yeah, I don't understand it either. Speaking of playoffs, Jacob, drumroll, please. (laughs) It is one week until the Stanley Cup playoffs
1: begin. Woot.
0: Woot, woot going to be a lot of hockey in our apartment. Probably not as much as we saw basketball during March Madness.
1: Well, I think it would be almost impossible for that to be the case.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Um, 16 teams are going to make it to the Stanley Cup playoffs. The Penguins, which is Jacob Knight's team, has clinched a spot. Yes, they have. And the conferences are pretty much set, except for the last spot in the Western Conference. It's still kind of a toss-up between the Las Vegas Golden Knights and the Vancouver Canucks.
1: Yeah, I saw that the Vegas Golden Knights are playing uh, the San Jose Sharks this week. And if Vegas doesn't win, then they're out pretty much.
0: Uh, Did the San Jose Sharks already clinch a spot?
1: No, they're not in the playoffs, but they're rivals with Vegas. So they really want to keep them out of the playoffs.
0: Yeah, okay. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. I'll bite. Like, if I'm going to suffer, you are going to suffer too. Get it? I'll bite. I'll bite. Yeah, like a shark. (laughs) Yeah. Ah. Thanks. Ah. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Uh, you can expect a lot of League Cup mentions as they proceed from us.
1: Yes, and tears maybe if the Penguins lose.
0: Yeah, we are both Penguins fans.
1: Yes, we are. Speaking of things that will cause tears, uh, the NFL draft is finally coming up this Thursday in Las Vegas. A uh, big week for Las Vegas. Yeah, big week for Las Vegas. Hopefully they lose and then... I uh, can't really lose the draft. I mean, you can do poorly. You know? We can't <laughs> lose it. Um <laughs> So, if you're unfamiliar, the NFL draft is seven rounds, and the first round is publicized on TV. Well, I mean, they're all technically on TV, but it's like a much bigger deal for the first round because each team theoretically gets a pick. Now, of course, some teams have traded away their pick for players, you know, like Denver's traded away their pick for Russell Wilson and stuff like that. So, most every team will have somebody walk up to the stand or have Roger Goodell, who's the NFL commissioner, go up and announce. Who their pick is. So, but
0: wait, so it's not over the phone anymore?
1: Well, the teams will phone in what pick they want. But, like, the most of the players will have some, like, camera in their home. Or, may, you know, for the top prospects, they'll be at wherever the draft is. So they can walk up and get the picture with the jersey and stuff like that.
0: Wait, so I'm confused. Never mind, I forgot my question. Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm tired. It's all right. It's been a long weekend. Wait, I remembered. Can a player say no? No. uh Uh-uh. They're not allowed to say no? No. Okay, I didn't know that. If you want to enter
1: the NFL, you have to go through the draft.
0: Yeah, see, I thought, like, you could call, like, you had to call the player and ask if they were okay with it. Oh, really. Oh, that sucks.
1: Yeah, so, like, you think people would willingly go play for Jacksonville if they could say no?
0: Uh what draft pick does Jacksonville? And they call? have
1: the first overall pick this year, so they get to select <laughs> their you know, whichever player they want from the total available pool and that player's career is automatically over.
0: Well let's not be dramatic. Nah. They could be okay.
1: You're right. They could leave Jacksonville.
0: <laughs> they could get out after a season or two.
1: Well, I think the if you're a first round pick, your contract is four years and the team has an option to make it five. So what? before the fourth year Uh, they have to announce whether or not they're going to pick up your fifth-year option, and then you're under contract for a fifth year. But all other draft picks are four-year contracts.
0: Except the first round. Except the first round. Four years. Wow. And can they trade you?
1: Yeah, they can trade you.
0: Mm -hmm. Wow. That's insane. It is. That that seems like a lot. It is a lot. And they're all four-year drafts.
1: Well, they're all four-year contracts, yeah. After you drafted. After you're drafted. It's
0: a long time. It is. It's like a whole college degree. Yeah. Huh. That's insane. I can't wrap my head around that. Well, speaking of things we can't wrap our heads around, Jacob, for our final play today, if you had to be a youth referee for any sport, what sport would you pick and why?
1: Hmm. I probably, I'm, I'm thinking I want to pick the sport where it's, like, the least chance of me being singled out. Hmm. I really don't want to be baseball because, like, people argue balls and strikes with you. Um, and like, you know, that's just referees discretion most of the time in youth sports. I just
0: want you to think too about like what kind of person you are when you're watching the sport and how you're harassing the referee. You know, that should probably play into your decision.
1: Yeah, you're right. I think I'd probably pick volleyball.
0: What you really mean to the volleyball revs.
1: Yeah, but like in terms of, it's like the easiest sport I think to call it because you're calling things that are concrete. Like, did that player touch it with two hands? Did they interfere? Like, did they go under the net? Did they hit the net? Was that ball out of bounds or not? It's it's much more like concrete versus a lot of sports are judgment calls. Like, was that a ball or was that a strike? Um, Was that player offsides? Was that pass interference? Stuff like that. I feel like volleyball is the most straightforward. Offsides
0: is pretty concrete.
1: Yeah, it's pretty concrete, but sometimes people think you miss an offsides call in soccer. So, yeah, I think I'd pick volleyball. What would you pick? Golf. There are no officials in golf. Uh-huh. Yes, there are. In high school golf? Well, not in the sit, not like umpires. There's like match <sighs> match people. That's not that's a cop out. Very well.
0: Very well. I'd pick football so I could watch the marching band at halftime.
1: I think the referees usually go into their own locker room at halftime.
0: You know why do you have to ruin everything? Fine, soccer.
1: Okay.
0: No, actually track.
1: Okay. There are there are officials that track me. Yeah, so.
0: and you know what? You just have to see if the person crossed the line. Like, I think I can manage that.
1: Yeah, that's fair. And
0: shoot a gun in the air. Like, I can
1: do that, too. It'd be fun, too. If you really don't like somebody, you just aim. <laughs> that
0: is I think they're blanks, babe.
1: Yeah, I know, but it'd be funny.
0: What it, though? Hmm. No, we live in Texas. It probably is real.
1: Yeah, right. it's probably a real gun. <laughs> <laughs> well, for our next episode, we... We'll probably have some of the NFL draft picks. And uh,
0: and we'll have the Stanley Cup. Oh, well, not quite the not Stanley Cup. Not quite, Cubs. but we'll
1: have probably some endings to the NBA playoff series. So we'll have some concrete news for the second round of the playoffs for basketball.
0: Yeah, don't forget to check out our next episode, which will be released on Friday morning wherever you get your podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at Rookie underscore Rundown or on Facebook at Rookie Rundown Pod to find information about episodes and let us know what we should talk about next.
1: And don't forget to keep sports simple, stupid.